Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's episode, we're talking about how you might consider collecting rent a different way at the start of each month. Rental income is recurring income, much like the income a grocery store receives from its clients. A client goes to the grocery and buys their fruit and vegetables, maybe some bread and butter. It's recurring income. The customer's hungry on Monday when they go shopping, and by Tuesday they're hungry again, and gosh, again on Wednesday. Each time you go to the grocery, the store does what it can to earn your business. They make sure the fruits and vegetables are in good condition, displayed in an attractive manner, and kept from spoiling by chilling it to a lower temperature. If the bananas look terrible and beat up, you probably won't buy bananas today. Imagine if the grocery store experience was conducted the same way some landlords collect rent on the first of each month. My grocery store isn't entitled to the tenant's money. The grocery has to deliver value each and every day to earn your business. If they fail to do so, you're going to shop elsewhere. The customer, likewise, doesn't walk into the store and walk out with the food without paying. The store doesn't offer credit terms to the customers. The problems arise when the transaction stops being about delivering value. It becomes a problem when a sense of entitlement takes over or when a feeling of unfair exchange becomes prevalent. Now, I'm a residential landlord, and in another realm, I'm actually a commercial tenant. The owner of the office building that I have my office in has a mindset that he doesn't want to pay extra for heat or air conditioning. Consequently, the occupants of the building regularly experience Summer temperatures that are way too hot, and winter temperatures that, well, they're inconsistent. As a tenant, I have the feeling that I'm being ripped off. I'm paying for a product, in this case an office, which is expected to be at a comfortable temperature, and I don't feel like the landlord is taking my needs into account. I'm paying for the heat, and the landlord is effectively trying to rip me off by cutting short on the heat. Money willingly changes hands when the value exchange is in abundance. That means each party is getting more value than the other side. For example, if I spend a dollar on a chocolate bar, that means I want the chocolate bar more than I want the one dollar. And the seller of the chocolate wants the one dollar more than they want the chocolate bar. Both sides are getting what they want, and neither party is being forced to make the transaction. If the seller of the chocolate bar instead demands a $6 price, some may feel like it's an unfair exchange. Now, the seller is very quickly going to discover the demand for chocolate at the $6 price point. Now, we believe in free markets, in cases where there's high price elasticity of demand. Now, I'm probably taking you back to your first year university economics class. The concept of price elasticity of demand says that in some types of products, If the price goes up, then the demand will go down. That is a product that is said to be highly elastic, where the demand is highly elastic with price. I might decide, you know what, at $6, I'm going to do without a chocolate bar today. But if your doctor tells you that you need this specific medication to survive, you're going to happily pay $1 for that pill. You're going to happily pay $10 for that pill. You'll pay $100 for that pill. In fact, you'll probably pay $10,000 for that pill. That's an example of something that's highly inelastic with price. The demand remains the same regardless of price. That's why purely free markets don't work in all circumstances. The drug companies understand the concept of price elasticity of demand very well. 
Now, rent is somewhat inelastic with respect to price. That is to say, there's a high barrier to moving. If rent goes up 10 bucks, you're not going to move. If it goes up 50 bucks, you may still not move. If it goes up a couple of hundred dollars, that may push you over the edge and may force you to move. Has moderate price elasticity of demand. And there's no question it's possible for landlords to abuse their tenants if they try and raise the rents too quickly. Let's conduct a little thought experiment. What if you asked yourself as a landlord, what could you do as a landlord that would allow my tenant to clearly remember the value they're getting each and every time they pay the rent? What if each month's rent was treated as a new sale? No sense of entitlement. What would be different? What would you do differently? So you're thinking about that. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.